back. Welcome back. Welcome. Hello, everybody. What's going on with you? Hope you're having an awesome week. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, this will be episode 70, right? Yep, episode 70, 70 of the Brent Pella Show. Still can't believe I've been doing this for 70 straight weeks. Um, this might be the only thing I've committed to for 70 straight weeks. Sorry, two ex-girlfriends that I have. Sorry, you, you didn't last 70 straight weeks like this podcast. Um, you should have let me bitch to you. No, just joking. You're you're all great. Um, guys, so much has been going on. I've been doing guest episodes lately, so I haven't been spitting my mind on a bunch of dumb Weird shit. So we're going to get into some stuff today. We're going to get into some stuff. Brent is going to share the opinions of a straight white man on a podcast 16 people listen to and hope that somebody tries to cancel him because then I could have a career, you know? It's funny how everybody who gets canceled just uh, rises in popularity, gets a book deal, gets a movie deal. There's got to be something to that. Um, what's today, today's episode doesn't have any sponsors. So, Hey, sponsored by you. All right. Hit me on Venmo. It's at Brent Pella, PayPal, Brent Pella at gmail.com. Don't do that. I'm joking. Buy the sponsors stuff when they come on to sponsor. Okay, here we go. Episode 70, dude. Got a lot going on here. Uh, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Delta variant, the Delta variant. It's coming for you. The Delta variant is here. It's not the Alpha variant. It's not even the Bravo variant. It's not the uh, C. Is that Charlie? Would it be Char the Charlie variant? That's what it would be, right? That's C, right? In military talk, it's Charlie? Or is, are, we, are we going Greek here? I'm pretty sure it's military stuff. The Charlie variant would just be some like, you know, a virus shaped like a overweight 40-year-old dude. With a five o'clock shadow who only drinks Pabst. That's Charlie. Oh, yeah, that's just Charlie. Don't mind him. Don't mind him. He's just chilling. He just needs his Pabst. Dude, how scared does the news want you to be? It is so wild, man. And it's like a cons you're a conspiracy theorist as soon as you say that. As soon as you say the news does things to just make you scared so that you keep watching, you're a conspiracy theorist. When, in fact, that is exactly what's happening. Um... Because every every headline, every headline is not a headline. It's a, should you be concerned about the Delta variant? Or will the Delta variant create the new lockdown for 2022? I've I read both of those headlines within the past week on Twitter. And the algorithm is like boosting those into the search feed. Um, and I'm, I'm, try, I'm really trying to stay level-headed when I read those. Because it makes me mad more than anything that those are being just thrown in my face. That it's just like I'm being told that I need to be scared, you know what I mean, of something with, with that just isn't scary, you know? The numbers aren't telling me to be scared. The headlines are telling me to be scared, you know? It's, a, it's the same thing that happened with young COVID, dude. When young COVID was, was out and kicking and chilling everywhere... They would never say how many people were uh, asymptomatic. They never shared that. They never gave specifics on demographics. And they're doing the same thing with the Delta variant now. They're just saying the Delta variant's out there. And be careful because it'll steal your lunch money. Be careful. The Delta variant will push you down a flight of stairs, take your pants, spit in your face, and call you a little pig bitch. So we should be concerned about the Delta variant. No, dude, I'm not at all. Tell me when the Delta variant is making everybody sick 
and I will be concerned. Um, because right now you're just saying people are testing positive. They're not saying it's it's killing people. I haven't found one article with a bunch of no as of right now. Granted, I don't spend a lot of time doing this because I have a life to live and joy to inject into the world. So I spend my time trying to do that instead of trying to debunk the fact that everybody should be scared of the Delta variant. I don't do that. So I don't really do that. So I don't really I don't really take my time to do that research uh, because if it was real, it would be easy to find. And it's not easy to find anything that says the Delta variant is going to, you know, sneak into my room at night and suck my blood out of my toes. Um, moving on because I'm over that shit. What else is happening, dude? So much is happening. I spent two hours last night trying to buy Safe Moon. Your boy spent two hours trying to buy Safe Moon last night. Make it easier. Why is it so hard? I had to do five different things. Some pancake swap. Are you guys into crypto? Pancake swap, dude. I had to swap my pancakes for crypto butter and put syrup on it. Put syrup on my on my pancake swap to get the Binance coin to fit into the to fit into the Hokkaido Inu hawk to fit into the Hokkaido Inu hawk and then I get an ERC twenty token on the I five freeway and go jump down to bring it on down to Margaritaville. It was insane. The amount of steps that you have to go through to buy some of these coins are crazy, and I, I'm curious if they all start like that and then eventually with more adoption and more people buying in they become um easier to to purchase and uh access which i hope so because right now that sucks that sucked dude i put i put only like you know a couple like 200 dollars maybe or something just to test it and after all the fees and everything i think it went down to like 120 is actually in safe moon so i was like oh okay so i gave you two hours of my time and 80 of my dollars to have 120 dollars of the uh, a safe a safe moon coin, which now I just hope skyrockets as everybody does. But it was just a test. It's a fun test. It's like exploring a new corner of of the internet every time you buy a new piece of crypto. It's also like you know a really good um. It's a really good uh uh way to practice anger management. If you want to practice anger management, go try to buy safe safe moon. If you feel like all the time when people get when when you get frustrated, you just want to like hurt people and you want to really work on that for for your own benefit of being a more patient, relaxed, calm person, go buy Safe Moon right now and just breathe your way through the process. And I think you'll come out as a better person. I truly do. I truly think you will. Had a bunch of shows recently, man. Oklahoma City. I was just there. Awesome, awesome town. Cool place. Everything is made of brick. Um, you know, hey, Oklahoma, you're made of brick. Why do you have so many bricks? You got a lot of bricks. It's a brick town. I guess that's literally what it's called, too. It was really fun. Everybody that came out to the shows, I was opening for uh, my good buddy JP. And the shows were all sold out. And it was wild. It was so fun. Um, everybody was hot, hot and ready to party. That was cool. That's cool. It, it feels like lately audiences at comedy clubs have doubled their energy from last year. I don't know if that's because I'm better now or it's because everybody is just so excited to be out. Uh, I'm going to go with a mix of both um, just for my ego's sake. 
but it was uh, it was so fun. Oh, I'll plug my shows. I haven't done that yet. I should have done that at the beginning of the episode because some people probably heard me talk about the Delta and just clicked off. But here we go. I got shows coming up. What do we got? Oh, boy. When does this come out? On Monday the 12th. So this coming weekend, I am... Oh, I'm in San Diego. Mavericks in Pacific Beach. I'm supposed to be headlining a show there on Thursday. That'll be a party. Um, I didn't even know they do comedy there. I thought they just, you know... I thought people just do cocaine in the bathroom there. Apparently, they also do comedy. So that's fun. Um, I'll post about that on my story, on my Instagram story, and my Facebook page. But Mavericks in Pacific Beach, 8 o'clock on Thursday. Uh, and then Austin again, Friday, Saturday, the 16th, 17th of July. Um, that'll be at the Sunset Room or the Sunset Club or whatever, which sounds like a strip club, but it's not. But we can make it one if you want. That'll be fun. I'm doing four spots there, 15 minutes per spot. Uh, then not that weekend, not that weekend, New York, baby. Oh, and Santa Barbara, dude. I got a lot coming up. Santa Barbara people Wednesday, the fourth at EOS lounge. I'm coming back. I'm trying to, uh, make my one once a month show happen there again. We'll see how long that lasts. Um, I love EOS and I love Santa Barbara. Uh, so I would love for it to, to last again. The last one I did in Santa Barbara was once a month and we actually had it going for like two and a half years, which was pretty cool. Uh, and then the, then the pandy hit. Uh, New York on Sunday, August 8th, I'm at Old Man Hustle in Brooklyn. Um, I think the capacity is pretty small there. It's only like 70 people. So I really want to sell it out. Really, really, really want to sell it out. So if you're in New York, grab some homies, grab some friends. The ticket link is live now. Uh, Brentpella.com slash shows. Choose the New York, click on it, uh, get your tickets. That's Sunday, August 8th. I'm going to be there a couple days before too to do small spots in town, but come to the big show on Sunday, August 8th. That'll be really fun. Um, I'm opening for JP in San Francisco, August 12th through 14th. And then in September, I'm gone every single weekend. So, uh, go look at the dates, brentpella.com slash shows. You'll see the dates. Um, Oklahoma, Sacramento, San Francisco, Wisconsin, Florida. Uh, it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be fun. Give me a fun time. Gonna be a fun, fun time. Um, yeah, it's going to be good. And then all the other days, I'm, I think I'm shooting. I'm shooting a lot of scenes. My, bu- my buddy, uh, Stevie Emerson, you guys know Stevie from um, all his Wolf of Wall Street parodies or, or some of my favorite stuff that he does. We've been working together for a while, and he's making a feature. Big, giant shout-out to Stevie. <coughs> That's the Delta variant. Um, big shout-out to Stevie. Dude, he's, he's, put, he's making a feature film. Entirely crowdfunded. I think they're past $80,000 raised, uh, which is nice because they'll, after they pay me, they'll have $50,000 left for the movie. Um, haha, just kidding. Uh, dude, all the money goes to the movie and it's going to be stellar. I'm so excited. We did a table read the other day. Uh, it's, uh, it's going to be kind of like a Zoolander meets dodgeball set in the modern day world of, of social media and OnlyFans, And it's going to be hilarious dude the i'm not even gonna tell you about the character that i play in the movie because i'm so excited for it i just don't even want to tell you um and uh yeah bro shooting a lot i think i got like nine or ten shoot days on my calendar for that right now so that'll be fun that'll be a fun summer um so if you would like to donate go to slappers only dot let me see what that is slappers only dot vip i think slappers only dot vip let me see if that's it nope that's not it slappers only slappers only.com that'll take you to not 
that. What is that? All right, that's not it either. Hang on, slaps only? Slappers. Got to get their website fixed. Oh, maybe that's not their website. What's the fucking website? God damn it, Stevie. You're making me do work on my podcast, you motherfucker. Make me, oh, oh, you don't know the website. All right, here it is. Slap, slapper, slappers, donate to, slaps.vip. That's what it is. All right, you bitch. We get it. Ooh, okay, keep it streamlined. Yeah, streamlined and simple. That's it, dude. Slaps.vip. Yeah, it's streamlined and simple, bro. Shout out to <laughs> 82,135 raised out of a hundred grand goal. Uh, slaps.vip. If you donate, you get a bonus. They they rolled out a bunch of different um, bonuses uh, per donation. Highly recommend donating. Okay? Highly recommend it. So go do that. What else we got, bro? What else we got, dude? We got the Olympics coming up. Oh, my God. That woman that got disqualified for weed. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? So so the reasoning behind that, apparently, is because weed is still illegal in some countries, so they can't make it legal for the Olympics. Uh, Hey, that's stupid as shit. Olympics make it legal because it's legal in many countries, and then all the other countries can catch up, okay? This isn't the, the 1800s anymore, where anybody who smokes weed is a witch, all right? Let people smoke weed. It's a plant. Let people put whatever they want into their body. So stupid. So I cannot believe she was disqualified. Apparently, she's taking it very well. And she's pretty chill and a cool person. So that's cool. Um, but there's a lot of weird... Everybody's... Ooh, that was like the one thing everybody agreed on. From Don Jr. to AOC to... Uh, you know, even Republicans are finally coming around to the fact that the war on drugs has been lost. Drugs won. Get over it, dude. Drugs won. We keep trying to fight. You keep trying to fight drugs. No, make drugs legal, regulated, and taxed, and it'll be a huge boost to the economy. Hi, my name is Brent Pella. I'll be running for governor of California in 2036. (laughs) Like, fuck, man. How are mushrooms still illegal? They're still illegal. That's crazy. And they're doing, you know, the FDA process of, of trying to get MDMA and, and, and psilocybin and ketamine approved for uh, therapeutic use. But it, it's, it's all got to move quicker to a place where I won't get in trouble for having a bag of dried mushrooms on me. You know, we, we got to get there. That's got to be the place. The war on drugs has been lost. If you still think that people should not be legally allowed to ingest a plant, uh, I can't wait until people like you uh, are either not on this earth so that you can't put literally bad ideas into the planet, or I can't wait until you just come around because you got to come around. Do some mushrooms, dude. Do some mushrooms, all right? We're trying to move forward, not hold people back because of a plant. Even LSD is derived from, uh, uh, what, is, what is LSD derived from? A leaf? LSD is derived from uh, a plant of some sort. Let me, let me make sure I know what I'm talking about here. What is LSD derived from? Jamie, can you pull that up? Um, ergot. Yeah, I was going to say that. It's a fungus that grows on rye and other grains. Derived from ergot, a type of mushroom, a type of fungal uh, life, life, life form. Okay. So 
Yeah, we need to and and then the ooh, and okay, here's a touchy subject. You ready for this, dude? Um the woman in the weightlifting category at the Olympics. Uh so I've already said on this podcast that I'm I I'm generally against uh uh people who were born a man competing in athletics for women's sports even if they've transitioned i guess it's on a case-by-case basis so you can't be too general with it uh like i I'm, I'm i'm hesitant to just generalize my opinions and plant my flag but if we're just talking about this specific one i think it's very fair to ask questions and i think it's scary that people will call you a transphobe just for asking questions now like questions I have are what uh, physical and biological benefits does this woman have from having been a man for 35 years? 35 years. She didn't start taking hormone uh, uh, supplements or anything like that until she was 35. And that was eight years ago. So over the course of eight years, has she done things to lower her bone density, uh, red blood cell count, the the way her body um, metabolizes, uh, oxygen and protein and things like that, that men are generally born with a physical advantage over women. Generally, not a doctor, not a doctor, just asking questions here. You know what I mean? I'm not fucking Ben Shapiro. Okay. I'm not going to go on some crazy rant. You know, my rant is like chill and just kind of like questioning, you know, I'm curious. Um, and this is a conversation I would love to have with like a doctor doc, like a scientist doctor who knows the answer to these questions. Can you, so, and, and also I was reading this earlier, uh, sciencedaily.com said, or all of these, is that even a site sciencedaily.com? I'm always scared of these sites that have like easy names and that end in.com. Cause I'm like, Oh, is that just another crazy propaganda thing? You know what I mean? I need, I need like a, like a article from J store. You remember J store? Did you guys ever write papers in college using JSTOR? <coughs> JSTOR was my shit. Um, I want to log on to like a library, like native computer and get my information. But instead I have sciencedaily.com. Reuters. Reuters? Reuters.com? Hey, get an easier to pronounce name. Um, so nano, you're, uh, uh, 10 nanomoles of testosterone is the maximum. Typically, women have one to two nanomoles of testosterone. Um, now, this person's allowed... They're all... If you're in the Olympics, you're allowed to have up to 10. But as soon as... Like, this person would theoretically... And again, this is theoretical, hi- hypothetical. I'm not fucking on a cliff trying to trying to say that this is the argument I'm going to live or die on. This is just in the news, so I'm talking about it because I got questions, dude. My question is, if men tend to have 10 to 30 nanomoles per liter and women tend to have 1 to 2 nanomoles per liter, according, according to Reuters and ScienceDaily.com, and the Olympic Committee allows female competitors to have up to 10 nanomoles, it's, I, I would ask how many, what the measurement of nanomoles of testosterone per liter are for all of Hubbard's competitors and then what hers are because if hers are seven or eight or nine and everybody else's is two or three 
how is that not a biological advantage based on the fact that this person was born a man and lived as a man with a body that produced mass amounts of testosterone for 35 years compared to her competition? And how does that not become the same as her competition doing steroids to get their nanomoles up to seven or eight per liter, right? Questions, just hypotheticals, because none of what I just said is a fact. I just got questions here, okay? And as soon as you say that, you become a transphobe, dude. And it's like, no, no. She wants to be a woman. Be a woman. That's great. I'll call you a woman. What are your pronouns? I'll call you your pronouns. That's great. I don't care. That's great. I love you. I love you. You're, you're a nice person. I love you. You're a nice person. You want to put, put happiness into the world. I love you. You're fun. But there's a perfectly good opportunity here to have a conversation so that we can set the foundation for athletics specifically. Because if somebody's a man for 35 years with all the biological inherent traits of a man that give them an, a, an advantage, especially in a sport like weightlifting, talk about bone density and muscle mass and everything else that comes with that. That's just a, it's a biological fact that when you're born a man, you have athletic, you typically, not always, but you typically have some athletic advantages over a woman. And so if you're like that for 35 years, the question becomes, how much does that play in to her advantages now as a woman in this weightlifting competition? And it's like, unfortunately, you can't bring that up. Uh, like if this clip gets cut, what's fun is that you could cut some of the things that I just said. And a couple years from now, you can put it out on Twitter and uh, hundreds of thousands of people will hate me. You know, that's, isn't that fun? That's kind of fun that you can make people so mad with an out of context clip just by playing on their emotions. Cause people love to get mad. Oh, people love getting mad. People love getting mad. Now people wake up and they're like, Hey, how can I be mad today? How can I, how do, how do we be mad? What does somebody say? That's transphobic. What does somebody say? I don't think anything I'm saying is transphobic. I feel like everything I'm saying is pretty fucking logical and should be talked about. But instead, it's just all tweets and subtweets and fuck you and don't question this and no, it doesn't matter and that's flawed science. And But nobody's having like an actual conversation about it, at least that I can see. And if they are, it's being slammed down by Twitter because everybody's just reacting to fast Twitter comment threads and arguments and quick quips and shit like that. And that's what gets the likes and the retweets. And that's what gets the ads on those pages so that Twitter can make money. At least that's what it looks like. Um, I, don't, I don't remember the last time Joe Rogan had somebody on where they had a, a long conversation about it. But they tend to be, when, whenever he has a scientist or biologist and this subject comes up, the guest tends to be very well versed in these types of things. So... Then it becomes, okay, we'll do all the women just do testo uh, testosterone now to get everybody's levels up. And like, what? man, that kind of sucks, dude. Why don't we just have like a steroids Olympics? And then another question becomes, well, where does she compete if, if she's been taking uh, hormones for eight years that lower her testosterone because she wants to, she's a woman? Uh, I, I don't got an answer for you, bro. I don't got an answer for you, okay? Um I would lean towards she competes with the men because for 35 years she had all the athletic advantages that a man had. I'd lean toward that, but I don't know the specifics. I don't know science. I'm not a biologist. And so I just want to have more conversations to learn, you know? <sighs> 
God, that's exhausting. Those conversations suck, dude. And then the shit that happened in LA. I don't know if you guys heard about that. Um, at a at a massage, what was it? A spa in LA. So this is real. At a spa in LA, uh, a person who identifies as a female uh, was born a male and has male genitalia. Uh, went into allegedly went into the woman's locker room and was dressed, getting undressed and dressed in front of um, children, in front of young girls and their mothers and got complained about at the front desk. Um, and the person apparently sees like skin as skin and is one of those like gender, like there, it doesn't matter. Sex and gender don't matter. And there are no men and women that's men and women are a concept. We're all human beings. Um, Hey, uh, don't, uh, you have a penis on you. Maybe don't take it out in front of little girls. Okay. Cause it's quite obvious. Not everybody shares that point of view. It's just not something that's shared. Uh, but as soon as you say that, you get attacked by people in black wearing all black in LA. Dude, the videos of those riots are nuts, dude. It's it's not a riot. Uh, let me rephrase. It was like a group of 10 to 15 people dressed in all black holding the Antifa flag uh, with black covering their faces. You couldn't tell who anybody was. If anybody was a guy, girl, uh, hair color, you couldn't see anything because they're in all black. And this is on the video. And they're pushing. They take this woman's glasses off her face and throw them. They're surrounding her and yelling at her, calling her a transphobe. And apparently, apparently, as she states in the video and as onlookers described, she simply said, if you have a penis, don't pop it. Don't whip it out in the, in the locker room where young girls and women are changing. Just don't do How is that transphobic to say? If you have a penis, don't whip it out in front of young girls, dude. That's it. That's it. That's it. If you if you have a penis and you identify as a as a woman and you want to figure out where to change, I don't know what to tell you again. Maybe society hasn't caught up to that yet. Maybe society needs to start implementing uh third-party bathrooms, all gender bathrooms where folks like like yourself and and people that are comfortable being around a penis can change. Fine. Great, great, but it's a pretty simple thing to say, hey, uh, I got my nine-year-old daughter here. Maybe keep your penis inside your pants if you can. Is that chill? Is it chill to keep your little peen inside? Just keep it locked up for a little bit because my daughter's not trying to see your little peen. Is that cool? I'd rather her not, and she also doesn't want to. So, you know. Crazy, dude. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. What a weird world we're in right now. What a weird world where you can get called a transphobe for saying don't whip out your dick in the women's locker room. If you have a dick, don't whip it out. You're a woman? I'll call you woman. Excuse me, miss. Can you please not take out your penis in the women's locker room? That's a perfectly reasonable thing to say. I'll say that shit. You want to be called a woman and you have a penis? Why would I? I don't care what you want to be called. I'll call you whatever you want to be called. No problem. Um... If you have a penis, don't whip it out in the women's locker room. That's it. And maybe think about where society is right now. And uh, also maybe just don't go in the women's locker room if you're projecting as a man, if that makes sense. As in your entire physical look is a man that just could make people uncomfortable. 
Okay. And if you want to, if you want society, if you're one of those people that says sex and gender are nothing and skin is skin and it doesn't matter what genitalia you have because we all have put predisposed notions on, on genitalia and it's all, it doesn't matter. If you're one of those people, fine, dude, be one of those people, but you have to understand where society is at. And if you're uh, entirely a man and you're just want to be treated as a woman, but you're projecting as a man physically, Maybe know that going into a woman's locker room is going to make people uncomfortable, especially if there's little girls in there, dude. That's so logical to me. <sighs> All right. That's it. That's it, dude. What else we got? Let's end on some fun things because that was a rant. That was a big old rant, dude. Keep the peen in. Don't show me the peen. That's going to be the title of this episode is uh, no peen, please. No peen, please. That's the title. <laughs> what else we got, dude? I just found this dude, Marlon Kraft. Have you know? You guys know who that is? Rapper out of New York, white dude that does not look like he can rap. Boy, can he rap! That dude went off for ten straight minutes. Maybe it was eight minutes uh, on Funk Flex Hot ninety seven out in New York, and then Flex just completely disregarded him. As soon as he finished his last bar, Flex was like. So let me ask you something, man. You deal with anxiety? What's that all about? No no props, no love, no positive energy, nothing. So, hey, Funkmaster Flex, you're a weirdo for that. That was weird, dude. That guy deserves so much love for that shit. Everybody go watch Marlon Kraft. Uh, he's got some music videos on YouTube. He's got cool wordplay, good lyrics, awesome delivery. And his voice sounds dope. Sounds cool. Um, that's it, bro. I'm going to end it. I'm going to end it right here, right here and now, because we're about to hit 30 minutes. Okay, guys, this has been episode 70. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the therapy session. Come see a show. Come see a live show. We're doing a lot of fun stuff with the live shows now. We're getting back into it. Um, we're making it a concert again, and uh, it's a blast. And when I say we, I mean me and you and you because you're a part of that. So come see the shows, um, brentpella.com slash shows. And uh, hey, man. Be nice to each other. You know what I mean? Be nice. Have, have, have reasonable conversations. It's possible to have conversations and, and, and dis disagreements. And it's possible to find the, the logical place of some things. At least I think so. But maybe my definition of logic is other people's definition of crazy, which is just another web breaks my brain. Um, guys, I love you so much. I'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.